Welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal. Let's talk. Um, as of now, I got two special guests. One will appear in a couple of minutes. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome to Nick Espinosa and from Aquanomics, Steve Asaldi. Welcome to the show, brothers. How are you doing? What up? What up? So as we wait for, for one of our guests, uh, we started talking about Philly cheesesteaks and um, today's episode is gun control. So we started off talking about Philly cheesesteak. Then my brother here, Nick, uh, was talking about the beautiful history of Philadelphia and how it's lost in transition due to the crime rate. And um, he had a beautiful segue in where we'll talk about Chicago and where it's also has a beautiful history. But due to the crime rate, is lost. It's also lost in transition. So, Nick, uh, just picking up for where you left off. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? So, as, as I was saying, like it's just that these two cities alone, Philly, Chicago, beautiful cities, um, great things you can do in the cities, and like it's beautiful. I'm Philly, born and raised. You dig? I'm saying, been in Chicago, beautiful city. I, I love. I love the landscape of it. I love the buildings you see and everything. Very beautiful. Uh, but the thing is, see, the crime rate, what I mean by the crime rate, it's just like, all you hear is crime, 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 crime. Mm-hmm. Same thing as really crime, 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 crime. It's to the point where you forget about the good stuff in mm-hmm. these cities. Like, people know we got, in Philly, we got the Rocky steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Class, that's classic, right? Classic. That's classic. People it's, come it, it's, known it's known from yeah, that. It's known from that. If you don't know anything else, people, you know that. Yeah, like Love Park. <laughs> people love Love Park, but people come all over the world just to see certain things in Philadelphia that you wouldn't think they do. Philadelphia's history, like we, Philly in general, started everything for the United States to what it is today, mm-hmm. overall. People don't Perhaps. realize that. Same thing with Chicago. Chicago crime rate wasn't there. People would notice, like, yo, look at this. It was great meeting, historic meetings that took place in Chicago with uh, Farrakhan, Ice Cube, Common, you know, where they got together and, like, yo, let's stop the bullshit, you know, I mean, let's try to get along and shit like that, whatever the case may be. There's that a lot sucks. of great history in these cities that is overlooked because the moment you say something, well, crime rate over here is this. Yeah, like, uh, crime rate over here is that. Yeah, like, you know? um, so it's, it's almost crazy. like, you know, like like Chicago, they call it Chirac, right? Like, it's almost yeah. like they glorify the negative things, right? Like, they're, they're proud for that. They take pride in that rather than, you know, actually see what's going on. You're damaging your community, your surroundings. And the same thing with Philly. Like, there's a lot of... Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of beautiful things about Philadelphia. I love going there. Almost every summer with my family to to uh, the Love Park, you know, to the famous you know Philly cheesesteaks parts of it, and just enjoying the area. But it's a crime, and and they it's like they take pride in, in having that negative atmosphere, like and and you know rappers and musicians they they tend to gravitate to that shit, and, and you're killing the history, like you said. Yeah, and and I get it, like with certain rappers, like it's their truth. I, I, I get it because it's what you had to go through. Yeah, I mean, that's like people, when they say Chirac, some people don't even 
some people don't glorify strictly as Chirac. Some people say that because it's like the war zone in Iraq, how Iraq. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's why they call it because that's what it is. Like I got brothers that did two tours in Iraq, and trust me, it's not easy to even get through that shit. So when they say Chicago's like that, that's just a little crazy. You know what oh. I mean? Same thing with Philadelphia. Here we are. Uh, you live on? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Anybody? well, welcome to Mr. Green. Mr. How Green, doing, brother. Welcome to the Good show. Uh, we, we started live without you talking about some cool topics. Um, welcome to the show once again. Uh, if anybody knows, you know him from what triggered you on Instagram. Uh, educating the public on gun safety. You already know. Uh, meet uh, all the special guests, Steve and Nick. Nick. Steve, you? How you doing, me? what's going on? Good, guys. Uh, Good. So we're basically to give you an update. We're basically talking about the gun violence and and, and Philly. Uh, Nick is a native from Philly, uh, and uh, the war zone that's going on in Chirac, which is was in Chicago. Uh, gotcha. Nick, sorry to interrupt you. You may continue. So, no, what I was uh, basically saying, like, at the same time said about sometimes where people just say Chirac, they don't just say it because it's glorified, but they say it because some people know what it was like in Iraq. Yeah. I mean, the stories you heard. And like I said before, I had brothers that served this country, did two tours in Iraq, some did three. I don't heard the craziest stories, brothers that were sleeping on animals or cops and stuff like that. It's insane. So, um, and the same thing applies for Philadelphia. You know, some people say it because, no, that's all it is right now. It's just mm -hmm. killing, 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 killing. Some people glorify it. There's others that's like, man, no, this is Philadelphia. It's very like every day you hear somebody getting shot or someone's killed. You know what I mean? It's like every other day somebody dies. Mm, facts, facts. So, well, as you, so, as you know, I gathered. You guys here today, we'll talk about a little bit about gun control. We started off about talking about the, the violence. Well, we first talk, started off talking about Philly cheesesteaks. <laughs> but, uh, <Yo>. <laughs> right? And then we, we did a, an amazing segue. Can't mention Philly without the cheesesteak. Word. Um, Word. We did amazing. Go north for a cheesesteak. Go yeah. north. Go north for a cheesesteak. <laughs> I'm telling you, you won't, you won't be disappointed. Go north. Don't 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 get me wrong. Past Geno's is okay. I'm not gonna say they trash. I'm gonna say they're okay. But go north, get a dirty cheesesteak. You won't be disappointed. Yes. All right. Well, you know your hook up for the cheesesteak now. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's talk about a little bit. Uh, the the reason I I asked you guys to join is talk about a little bit on gun control, right? Uh, I know each and you each individual yourself have gun control minus. Uh, Mr. Steven at the moment. Um, so I guess my first question is, what, what got you involved wanting to have a firearm, own a firearm? Uh, so you talking to me? Nick or Vaughn, whichever one wants to go. Oh, I think, think Vaughn just went out. Um, it's ha he's having right. technical issues. Anyway, okay. Nick, what's you going on? Go? Yeah. All right, so... For me, for me to own a firearm, like, 
first and foremost, me on a firearm is a hobby. Mm. I love going to the gun range. I love shooting, you know, I like target practice uh, and everything like that. Uh, I used to work law enforcement as well. But uh, also, my second reason is just for um, self-defense. Mm. Now, Theo, you already know, I had an incident earlier this summer. I got a bullet in my head that's going to stay in my head. Wow. I had to shoot somebody in self-defense over some pathetic. Um, oh, wow. It could have yeah, it it it, it, it been worse, but, you know, thank God I'm still here. And truth be told, if I didn't have my gun, I probably wouldn't be. You, you know what I'm saying? So I'm blessed for that, and thank God for that. So my other reason is strictly just self-defense because – in today's world, even in non-crime written cities, um, this world is getting crazier as we speak, you know? So I'd rather have something to protect me from the unexpected. Even though I'm always going to try to um, handle the situation differently, but if I have no choice but to use my farm, then I definitely use it. You know, so that's my reason for gun owning, and also I got two daughters. So I want to be on my Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, shitty, shitty, bang, bang. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, like, I also want to teach my daughters how to hold a firearm, using everything, so they don't have nothing to be crazy with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, thank you for sharing that story, man. Uh, Come flies, I hope you're get you're you're okay, brother. Uh, the door. You good you good there, buddy? Sorry guys, my daughter entered the room. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Uh, like, Um, so Steve, uh, Steven, share your story. I know you've been going through some issues now, um, trying to get your, your firearm down there in, in Florida. How's it yeah. Been? Um, nothing. How do I say it? It, it hasn't been a, a good experience for me personally, because I mean, I got denied. I'm, I'm being denied for some, for, you know, for something that happened to me as a child that I have no control out of, you know, I don't, I can't control what happened. I don't even know what was said or was, what was done. Um, so I applied for a, cause over here you have to uh, do the whole background check and stuff. And um, three times I've been denied and I didn't know why mm. until I got a letter from the, the, uh, F, I guess the FBI background checks. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, they denied me for something when I was just maybe in third grade, you know, third grade. yeah, mm -hmm. you know, so yeah, th third grade. Exactly. So, um, um, so that's holding me back. And for me to take care of this, I have to go back to Jersey to, to get it cleared. So I'm, I, I live in Florida. And you know, I have to go back to Jersey to 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 take care of it. And I'm I'm actually I'm stuck right now. I am stuck. Mm. So 
Are you trying to go to carriers permit or you you're just trying no, to purchase the firearm? I was just trying to purchase the firearm just to have it at the house. And you have a Florida license? I'm a Florida license. I'm not a convicted felon or anything like that. Um, but this all goes back to when I was a kid, like in third grade. Apparently, um, you know, things were said that I'm not aware of, you know. Cause you're a kid, you know. Right. So, um, so basically, he he's he's being judged for something he was a child that had he had no control over, you know. Right. Uh, back then, you know, when you when you were uh, how do I put it? When you when you were a child and you're a little excited, you know, and you're you know just jumping and whatnot. The way they would handle situations like that with children who are active is different than what they would handle them now. So he basically is suffering through consequences that he has basically nothing to do. Uh, I'm not going to enter the details on him, you know. Right, right, right. You know that's his discussion. Yeah. Right. But that's basically the story, you know. Yeah. I'm not so sure. Got- I'm not sure if you guys have any advice to to help him out. But my my thing is, you know, like I told you, and, and you know, when we talk. To get like a, a second evaluation, you know. But it's like it's 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 almost it is my my question is like is it worth it because you you're gonna you're gonna spend a, a quite lump sum of money to get that, you know. Well, there's um certain legal services you could Google it um that are for individuals like for um, gun advocates and everything like that, self defense advocates like. They offer certain programs that can help you figure out the best solution to get over certain humps. Mm-hmm. I know in a PA, they have that um, guy that used to work. He had a shop down on Spring Garden. He's an NRA guy and everything. He'll give you every bit of information. He gave me a whole bunch of information before years ago, before I even got my gun license. And um, there's a lot of stuff. You should go to um, one of the gun shops or one of them people that look like they know exactly what they're talking about. And they probably could point you in the right direction. I know there are services that can sit there and help you with that. Like, like yeah. you ever heard of legal legal aid before? Yeah, I've heard, heard of that. I've heard of that. Yeah, so yeah. a similar service like that, but for gun advocates to help you clear certain things and you know get things rolling, like similar services that I know it got to be a service down in Florida like that too. Okay. NRA yeah. should be able to help you too. You should reach out to NRA. And let them know what's going on with your uh, with your claim when you're trying to get your purchasing permit in Florida. I thought Florida was like one of the most lenient states with purchasing, you know, especially if you already have a Florida ID. You know, I, I'm not sure of how the background check uh, is ran, but I know up here, you know, you definitely get flagged up here, especially because the fence that you have was in New Jersey. But Florida is usually a real lenient state when it comes to purchasing a firearm. All you got to do is walk in there with a with an ID basically, and, and, and purchase a firearm. <laughs> and that's what I did. That's exactly what I did. But um, you have, there's a five-day cool-down period, I guess. That's what they call it, five days. Right. And they, they run your background, whatever. And if I didn't call the guy to check up on my background, I would have never known. You know, he right. was like, oh, you got flagged. You, you know, maybe you need, you need to go down and go get your fingerprints done. So I went. I got my fingerprints done at the county jail. And um no that i'm sorry that's the third time around 
uh, the second time. It, it all happened. You really want your gun license? <laughs> it all happened during COVID. You know, right. it was everything was shutting down, uh, and so when when it started clearing up a little bit, that's when I went back. I said, "Hey, listen, you know, couldn't get my fingerprints done." He's like, "Oh, you can go down to the county jail; they'll do it for you." So I went down there and I sent it. Uh, got it done that same day. Went back to him and I gave him the, the papers and stuff. Ran it back. Still got them. Mm. It's like, mm. well. So. Well, well, you got to remember, too, every state governs itself. So it's probably something different with Florida. Right. Mm-hmm. Something, something different. Because, I, I, you know, that's one thing I learned with all these things. I'm like, man, one thing is this in this state, the other thing is that in that state. And you just like, yo, what the hell? Like, so that could be playing a big major fact in it too. Yeah. But you can like I said, hit like he said, hit, hit the NRA person or someone that that knows knowledge of it, and you get Jersey in the horn, like, yo, fix this. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Ace that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, basically, you just took away my gun rights. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like you know I'm a bad guy or anything like that. And you wasn't you wasn't convicted of anything, right? No, no, that's that's that. It all goes back to New Jersey. So I remember as a kid, I I was always I was only there to the to fourth fourth grade. I came over here for fifth grade. There's something as as a child is still. Uh, carries on now that you're, you're an adult. Yeah, mm. it doesn't because you was a juvenile. So right, yeah. Well, know, most, where most huh? cases it shouldn't even be on your record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that should be sealed, right? Right, it should mm-hmm. be sealed. Exactly. <laughs> well, Especially no. if you wasn't convicted of anything. Yeah, yeah. Right. No. Now, Vaughn, the last time we talked, we talked a while back. I had you on the show, episode seven. If anybody is watching to go see. Um, last time we agreed upon that, like, it's not the per- it's not the gun the problem. It's the person behind the gun. Right. Right? Now, mm-hmm. we started the conversation um, with, with, you know, the, the Chirac and Philly and the violence going on, like, I'm asking you guys now. How much you know? How much percentage do you think that's tr- that statement is true? Like, is it in fact the, not the problem, the guns that we we're having? Or it's in fact the, the people who are pulling the trigger. Well, you got to look at the crimes in those areas mm-hmm. too, and, and who was committing those crimes, what age bracket of people are committing those crimes, and in what areas. So most of the crimes that's happening in Chicago and in Philly, uh, there's a specific age bracket of people that are committing these crimes and in a certain area. Mm-hmm. So when you go to an urban area, you know, the crime rate is going to be higher. And there's a deeper, I feel there's a deeper uh, reasoning why the crime rate is higher in, in the cities than it is in a suburban area or in a rural area. And um, I don't have enough time to go into that. But, <laughs> you know... Um, no, but, but do, do uh, you know, give give your opinion. Uh, I think we all would love to know that the people, you know, who watch or hear would love to know just to get the different point of views. Right. My opinion is, is just everybody is 
confined into one speech. Uh, facts, facts. You know, opportunities. I'm I'm big on not. Uh, I'm big on not making excuses. Mm. So I feel like we are all capable to come out of our situation and our environment that we're in. Um, the opportunity. That's 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 the key word. The opportunity. Um, are we taught uh, a certain way? Yes. And that plays a big factor on how we operate in our community that we're in. Mm-hmm. I'm from Jersey City. I'm from a bad block in Jersey City. You know, I I I, I never committed to the to the street life or to doing anything like that. I did security, and and now I'm in a higher form of security right now. I'm not a cop, but I'm in a higher form of security, and you know, I made it out. You know, and and once I made it out, and I'm in. Uh, kind of a suburban area now. Now I got my guns. You know, I, I I chose not to get it when I was in those areas because I know what can happen. Like I I know that if I I get pushed a certain way, not mm-hmm. me in particular. It's triggering and tempting. It's it's triggering and tempting. Not me in particular. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I have a little bit more self control. I feel I have a lot more self control. But um, it's 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 real easy to just you know go out there and react. Mm-hmm. And then think about the consequences afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So they'll, they'll put you. They'll put you in a. On. They, they'll force you into uh, this position. Compromising. Yeah, my, yeah. Compromising situation that you don't want to be in. That you shouldn't be in. Mm-hmm. You know, not to say that people in the, in the city shouldn't be allowed to have uh, or purchase firearms, uh, because I feel like everyone should be able to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, I also feel that we should have laws to protect the legal uh, gun, gun owners that go out to purchase their guns legally in New Jersey, especially for New Jersey, because I'm an advocate for New Jersey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Now, you, you mentioned something really interesting, uh, uh, the, the, the age demographic, right? Right. There's like, do you know a, a particular number, like what's common and, and, and you know, I mean, you could look at the stuff on CDC website. Uh, they're trying to make it a, a public health issue. Uh, guns in, 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 I guess, in the inner cities. Um, so they do a uh, statistic and a data on crimes committed in the inner cities and, and around and, and just the country, period. And um, I'm not sure of the, of the definite numbers of it, but the inner city, I believe that the ages was ranged between 15 and I want to say late 20s. Yeah, like, damn. God yeah, damn. Early teens into, yeah. you know, mid-20s. There's, there's, def- there's definitely a problem when a 15-year-old is carrying out a weapon. Like, do you understand you're not even you're not even uh, you're like almost halfway finishing through high school in your right. 20s when you're supposed to go to college? You know, you're, you're this, that, that from 15 to 20, that gap space, you know, you're supposed to be enjoying, trying to enjoy your life because after 25, you know, now you become responsible when bills, you know, what's, what, what, what the fuck is a 15 year old doing the fucking gun and how are you getting it? Why is it so accessible? I was about to say that is, is, is very accessible. Um, I had put a comment on my Facebook, uh, 
a couple of months back, I said, is it easier to purchase a firearm legally uh, to the pose of approaching it illegally? So I had all the 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 the, the, the criminals mm-hmm. <laughs> comment and said that it's way it's way easier to purchase illegally than it is yeah, to purchase it. legally. Definitely, and probably more affordable. <laughs> way more affordable. Now, now, Steve, yeah. Stephen, you you have like four four boys, right? I have yes, I have five five boys. Like imagine that, like uh, what Gabe is like uh, 15, 16? 16. Gabe's sixteen years old, and then uh, Xavier's eighteen. Yeah, look at that. Uh, his young boys can easily. Uh, gaining uh, a firearm more easily than him. Yeah, of Ain't course. That fucked up. Most definitely. <laughs> I think a, a lot of of what goes on, like in the community, is what you know. Like these kids are learning from. You know, they're watching others mm-hmm. and listening, and and trying to, you know, try to be like them as they get older. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, how do I say? Uh, rappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they listen to music videos. Pu- these, people, these public they, figures. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they they're trying to live that lifestyle, and a lot of them aren't really about that lifestyle. Not everybody's like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like that plays a very small part in 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 what goes on in in the city. Uh, one, I say that because I commend you too, uh, Stephen, because you have five boys. And it seems like you're you're raising all five of your boys, <laughs> and that's a great thing, you know what I'm saying. So they have someone to look up to, to not have to go to the streets, and and learn from their peers or the OGs of of the neighborhood and, right. and things like that. They have their father, who's for the most part is an upstanding citizen, and is trying to do the right thing. Obviously, because you're trying to go through the right channels to get your purchasing permit. And you're trying to fight for it. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's a great thing. So they got you to look up to, to like, all right, well, dad, you know, he's doing it the right way, you know, yes. uh, against adversity. You, you know what I'm saying? So they don't have to go to the streets, you know. So I think that's the big, that's a big part. I feel like parents have to be accountable, held accountable, and stop blaming uh, social media, public figures, you know, that's, that's famous you know, because they they're rapping about stuff that some of them never went through, mm-hmm. or, or or be or even be around. You know, so. Nah, you know. What's your thoughts, Nick? You're, you're right there. Your tight shirt showing your muscles. You got them guns. You, you, I, I hope I hope you got them registered, brother. Okay. <laughs> uh, he's a free man. Hands. He ain't registered with that free man. <laughs> But nah, um, I agree. I agree with Vaughn said. I agree with Steven said because, yes, the music played a role, but also you got to hold these parents accountable. And half the time, what we deal with in today's community is that you got kids raising kids. These parents aren't even parents no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, for me, for example, me growing up, yeah, I knew a lot of drug dealers. Like, I wasn't in no street life, none of that shit. I know these streets, but I, I've never been a part of it, never been in it, you dig what I'm saying? But I know it, and I know people. The OGs that I knew growing up, I'm only 32, by the way. The OGs that Man, I knew growing up, wouldn't even sit... <laughs> thank you, man. 
Look, but the OGs I knew growing up, they wouldn't even sit there and, and try to convince a young boy, like, yo, you need to go flip this. Or young boy, you a nut if you ain't selling this shit. Young boy, you a nut if you ain't got a potty and shit like that right now. You like 12, 13 and shit. I mean, it was an OG boy named Riz. One time, just walking down the street, and um, I ain't gonna lie, I was a little weird sometimes. You know I mean, I was sitting there counting my steps as I'm walking and shit down the street. <laughs> And he's like, he said, yo, youngin, don't ever do that. I said, what you mean? He said, no, nah, man, when you walking, I want you to stand tall. You let the world know who you are. Not like as no, um, a negative thing. And I said, you stand tall, be proud of who you are mm. as you walk. He said, anytime you walking with your head down, it's a sign of weakness. It's a sign of that right. you just lost, confused. He said, no, you a strong young black man. Keep it moving. You know what I mean? Keep your head up. Always like, and he will always run, even though he did his dumb shit. He will always want the kids to do better than what he was doing. And I knew a lot of OGs like that growing up. You know what I mean? It's not like that no more. Half these so-called OGs ain't even OGs. They ain't even earned that, whatever the case may be. But um, what I see nowadays is just it's pathetic. Um, and as you said, parents need to be held accountable. Facts. And um, you got parents that sit there, know their kids doing this, that, and the third. And then when their kids end up getting shot, look, I may sound like an asshole saying this, but they be the ones on the news. So, oh, my God, they took my baby. And this, that, and the third. I'm like, and and yeah, they never worried. They never checked in or worried about them. Right. And they, they didn't give a fuck because they knew what they was doing out here. But you, you be the one be like, oh, that was my kid, this, that, and the third. Like, I had another situation before. I told this set of six dudes they um i don't know if y'all probably heard this or not but it was like an iphone scam shit going on mm -hmm. and basically groups of people <clears throat> were sitting there pretending that their iphone located was in your house they trying to see if you were stupid enough to open the door to open the door let them in and search your crib i said no that's a recipe for disaster and <laughs> like these dudes long story short i said then i said bro i'm from north i ain't stupid I said, six motherfuckers, and it's just me. I told my little brother, I said, yo, go get the scrap. And they got mad because I was like, I said, bro, I'm going to tell you like this. I don't mind your mom being on TV saying you was a good son. Mm. And, and his, sure eyes, his eyes opened up when I said that. And that's when he decided to back down with the rest of his people. My brother came out with the scrap. He talked to him, Macho, and I said, like, what's up? Y'all got the wrong person. Mm. You know, I'm I'm not no tough guy, but I'm always going to stand my ground. I don't care who you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this shit like that right there. Now, if that shit, if that would have went south, I promise you, his mom, all the other people's moms would have been on to, oh my God, they killed my mm. kid. And this, but your kids were setting up to rob me and breaking my house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> You dig what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, I don't know man. these people from a can of paint. And then that's when I found out after talking to the cops, I was like, I'm like, oh shit. He, he, he cop the she was like, yeah, they it's a thing going on. You ain't know about that? I said, no. I said, I said, look, I'll be honest with you. No, I said, I just bought this crib. Like, you know what I mean? So I was like, nah, but you know, it's shit like that. And I honestly think as far as accountability. If you kid out there fucking up, you should go to jail now, too. No, let me ask. Like, <laughs> like we, we know, we know that you know when it comes to poverty and all that, it's bad, right? 
But is it that bad that you have now literally teenagers, 15 years old, that are beginning to live life and see things clearly? Now, is it that bad they have to kill each other? Or is it something like hormones? Because I remember when I was, you know, 15, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say I was a great kid. <laughs> I was a great kid. But, you know, your puberty and all that shit, and the hormones are going crazy. Like, is it so, is it that or is it no, hormones um, or, or is it it's really that bad? It's all right. So I I would sit there and say it's like, OK, so when I was 15, I was chasing the girls. We was playing catch a girl, freak a girl, freak a girl and shit. We was playing <laughs> man hunt and everything like that. We was word, doing that, okay? that was that was the truth. You know, we, we had a look. We had great shit. childhood. Well, that's uh, what I used to kiss all the girls from playing fucking hide and go street. Normal kid like, stuff. That's normal kid what, stuff. Yes. What we had back then, they don't have now. That's one of the big things. And and it also plays a factor in uh, when school districts took away after school programs mm-hmm. for so called funding and things like that. You, I'm going I'm to be honest with you. Every kid isn't a bad kid. There are a lot of young kings and queens with a lot of potential out here, but every opportunity they get to do something great is stripped from them, especially in minority areas. And for example, like when I was in middle school, elementary school, middle school, we have programs like PEP, Penn State uh, Educational Partnership Program. We had Science Club. We had um, gymnastics club. We had music. We had different avenues of things to take your mind off what's going on. And today's kids, phone programs is hard to get now. For some reason, they say well, they can't afford it or this, that, and the third, but they don't have it no more. And when you take that away from kids that are already experiencing trauma in their own personal lives because they don't have a father figure, or they got a mom that's on drugs or a father that's on drugs, single mom not doing, getting a job done because she can't fully understand what her son's needs sometimes. Mm-hmm. And this, that, and third. So uh, it's a lot of things that play into it. And I think it was done on purpose because like, there's no way in hell with all the taxes we pay that you can't tell me that we don't have the funding for these school programs for these kids that's in minority cities. I remember this one dude, uh, Good guy. I won't say his name. Um, I don't want to put his personal business out there. So I just, good guy. He's loved the after school program uh, and science club. Like when I tell you, dude, seriously, was smart, smart. Now he had personal issues at home too. And that science club, that after school science club was his getaway. That was his, his heaven, his, his peacefulness, his moment of clarity, basically, right? And when in the Philadelphia school district, when they start taking everything the fuck away, what I seen, even at a young age, what I seen, a lot of kids' attitudes change, their behaviors change. The, it affected them in so many ways, and that people don't even acknowledge that, you know. So it's just like I said, things were stripped away from kids that actually help kids get out of trouble, stay out of trouble, Keep and um and focus on bettering themselves in life and life in general. You know, we 
we could always sit there and say, well, yeah, you know, well, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, like, and whatever the case is. I said, we get that, but everybody's household is not the same. I could go home to a peaceful household. This person go home to a household where there's a hole in the roof, uh, bomb on drugs. Uh, this other person go home to actually that isn't even a home, could be just living in an abandoned house. You know, so it's so many different effects that they took away from like minority students in minority cities, whereas though it's crazy. And if I'm not mistaken, half these schools now that aren't performing good don't get all the needs that they need in general. True. It's true. It's facts. It's true. I, I, know, it, I know it because I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand. Like, my eyes been open since I was a kid. I paid attention to a lot of things, so I know this stuff firsthand. I've seen it. My favorite teacher, I don't know if she alive or if, if she passed, rest in peace, but she was the best teacher because she went down to City Hall, the school district in Harrisburg, and yelled at them, marched at them. Her name was Miss King. She told y'all, if y'all don't give my kids back their music, give my kids back all their extracurricular activities, there's no way in hell that they should not be able to have this for these kids. Y'all going to harm these kids then do good for them. Now you got to get certain partnerships for certain schools just to get some type of extracurricular activity. The school district really can't fund it no more for some reason. Trying to save that, save that money for the end of the year. That's that bonus money. It's getting put downtown in the downtown area for bike lanes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like, that's like the, the, the former uh, student, um, the head of the school district, the chick. I think it was a chick years ago. She stole money from the school district. And, you know, they let her off with basically like a slap on the wrist. I'm, I'm saying like this. The only motherfuckers in jail. If you're doing more harm than good in my community, I don't want you winning at all. Period. I don't care who you are. You don't. I said, these kids are our future. We adults now. We got to give these kids a shining light. Like, hey, man, you can do this. You can make it here. You don't have that that much no more at all. Right. 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 Facts. That's crazy. You think you think it's beneficial? For the government to sit back and and watch how we kill a, kill you know kill one another, so then they'll step in and the work is easy. Yeah, because the case, hmm? <laughs> because I think about it like I, I you know if you know me you know I'm a I'm a mafia fanatic. They were killing among themselves. Then you go like on gangland, you see all these gangs that were killing one another among themselves. They killing each other. Right. And, you know, basically the cops would come in and just tape it up, cut the notes, case closed most of the time. So is 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 it like ignorance? It's it's is an easy way to get what you want. And if you want the, you know, the playing field empty. Why not promote it? Yeah. There's a re- there's a reason why these 15 year old kids have guns. They're just, just, they're just kids. Mm-hmm. It's kids. Why you, they have ever, why they have access to them too? Mm-hmm. You ever heard of the term 
and we all, I'm pretty sure y'all, I'm going I'm to go on a limb and say y'all all saw this movie, but The Art of War. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Great okay. Movie. All right. I love that movie. Um, and, um, but the term, The Art of War, like, to get what you want and, 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 and to get the reaction and the outcome you want, you do certain things, you, you plant certain seeds, and whereas though you basically you ain't got to do nothing like it's just another form of the art of war whereas though okay i'm gonna sit back let me let me say this right here and then let me say this over here and then let me say that over here now watch this one believe this one and this one's gonna believe this one and then they eventually clash mm-hmm. and you get the outcome you want because then you get to come in as the head honcho and you're like, all right, well, yeah, we'll come in, sweep in, we'll do this now, we'll do this now. But well, in return, we're going to do this in this temper. Word. That's facts. It's an agenda that's being pushed also. It's definitely an agenda that's trying to be pushed with the uh, gun restriction and mm-hmm. uh, the crimes that's going on in the inner city. They know, they most definitely know how to stop it. But they choose not to it. But they 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 constantly trying to infringe on our Second Amendment right by mm-hmm. creating all these laws to prevent us, you know, the the quote unquote good people <laughs> from purchasing guns because they really don't want us to have weapons. They don't want us yeah, to, to be able to protect ourselves. So you know, they they don't care that they shooting up in the inner city. That that is only news in the inner city. It's not making world news. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. not, you know, that's, that's not making world news. They know that that shit's happening. But soon as soon as uh, uh, you know, a windy city in in you know, I don't know, uh, Iowa or some shit like that get 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 shot up. Now is it? Mm-hmm. Well, in, 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 in Florida, right, Stephen? That 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 school in uh, somewhere like uh, like a year ago or something like that in South shot, Florida. Yeah, like they shot up the school. Yeah. yeah. They, they, that was big out here. It, um, it's, it's crazy. Like, kids just walking in there and just pulling out guns and boom, boom. I mean, it's, Plastic. it's an emotional, it's an emotional toll on, on the children when they get bullied yeah. and harassed and whatnot. They don't know what to do. They just wanted to stop. What was the story? Uh, a kid. I think he was being, yeah, he, I think he was being, he was being bullied. That's what it was, right? He was being bullied. bullied I got nothing. Uno. I'm gonna send that link to join the show. Yeah, please do. (laughs) You're gonna join the show right now. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's one of those things that. We, you know, especially at a young age, we, you know, at 15, we're all emotional. Everything is crazy. It's so chaotic. Yeah. You know, hormones are fucking left and right. Like, we don't know. We don't know how to deal with them. You know, and they don't teach us how to deal with them. You know, growing up, when you're in a, in a Hispanic house, it's mostly shut the fuck up and keep moving. You're all right. You're okay. Yeah. You know? Oh, chancleta. <laughs> you know? And then, you know, as you get older, you still don't know how to deal with all these feelings and emotions. 
That's why mental health is on, is is on the rise, man. Mental health is on yeah. the rise. We're learning that we're damaged, and uh, the damage wasn't done intentionally. It was just done based off of history and 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 uh, what you call that. Um, his, I can't think of the word, but mm-hmm. it's, it's like it's not done. Generational. Perfectly. Yeah. Generational. Generational, yeah. yeah. So it's like you know, it's, it's not done intentionally. You know, they didn't realize the harm that they were doing, and that they were doing to themselves and as well as their kids. You know, because a parent should be able to identify when their kid is going through something at school. And my mom, you know, granted, my mom was only raising me. I'm, I'm, I'm the only child from my mom's side, so um, she could hear it in my voice. I could call her like. Hey, what's up, mom? Like she like, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what, what's going on? Uh, off the rip, like she is no questions asked. Like she, is, what's wrong with you? I, what's bothering? Like, like I know you. you. She's like I mm-hmm. know you. I can tell. Right, but it's also like you know, financially, if you know when you when you're stuck in a predicament and we're like you know the bills need to get paid, and, and like a lot of this, a lot of generations. Uh, when they when uh, parents have a baby, they stick them straight up to, to daycare, months old, and then you know from there they grow into going to school system, and from there they grow up. And you, as a parent, you really don't have a good relationship with your kid if somebody else is taking care of them. So you're unable to identify those issues when you're feeling hurt, when you're happy. You really don't, because the parents here, I got all I know is I got to pay bills. You know, if I don't pay rent, we're going to get we're going to sleep outside. If I don't put food on the table, we ain't going to eat. You know, if I don't pay the car insurance, you know, we're not going to have a ride. If I don't have a health insurance, you know, how are we going to get checked out? You know, it's other other conversation other than uh, for for other than for just uh, gun control and gun rights and stuff like that. That's like a. uh, that's a that's a no we go deeper with it it's something it's, 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 it's something it's, 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 it's something deeper america isn't, america isn't structured for you to to raise a household as a single parent it's no, not no, it's not structured like that no nope you need it's both you need both parents to, um it's structured to be the capitalized that's it mm-hmm. that's all it is uh you need, you I need two my, parents i love my country but <laughs> At the same time, we got a lot of weaknesses that aren't acknowledged or aren't pointed out and things that could be easily corrected if, you know, people just start giving a fuck, you know, and meaning people, the damn government, you know, the government only does when they go down. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I also think, like, we do give a fuck, but it's about certain things. You know, it's not sometimes we feel to give a fuck about the right things. Like, mm-hmm. you know, make any sense? Right. Like, we also shouldn't put all, all the hope and effort in the government's hand. Like, you shouldn't put your whole efforts in somebody else's hands. You know, like you said it earlier today, Vaughn. Like, and your protection. You, you, yeah, you're you're a bill. You know, what was the fuck did you say? Uh, you you don't um a big uh I don't know I forgot what I was gonna say anyway. You, like you can't rely on anybody else but yourself, you know. Yeah. Like example, like my son is autistic, right? You know, my constant battle with my wife is, you know, she reminds me he's autistic, he's autistic, and I understand that. But yet, 
he needs to understand that you can't live your life that being a crutch. You know, you get what I'm saying? You got to live your life as you want it. You know, I, you know, I may be autistic. I don't go fuck. I, I'm, I'm going to set my own limits. If I can't walk, I want to walk. If yeah. I can't speak, I'm, I want to try to speak. You know, if I'm dying, I want to try to live the best that I can until that, you know, time to check out. You got to want more for yourself and continue to let people uh, be, you know, we're, we're basically letting ourselves be victims in other people's hands. If you got a chance to become a millionaire, invest in business, educate your fucking self. Absolutely. It's like, it's like all these musicians that sign their first contract for a deal, but don't fucking read the print and want to blame the record labels, right? You have a choice. And what we need to do is show the youth that they have a choice. You know, Hitler, Hitler, the, you know, Hitler, the reason why Hitler got so big is because he invested in the youth and in ignorance. Once you have that, you're able to control them. Especially if they're they're uh, on uh, their hormones, they're fifteen, enter puberty, they're fucking going crazy. Why not? Let me give you yeah. something you can believe in, and watch how I burn this shit down. Why not? You can't do that to an yeah. old man. It's like the same reason why old men don't fucking go to riots. I'm too old to fucking do that shit. I'm too old to fucking run. I'm a grown ass man. Nah, I, I, I might, look, if, if it's for the right cause, I might be there with a cane. Like, look, we gone, too. <laughs> I might not move as quick, but I'll be like, it's for right the right cause. I'm like, yeah, Hold I want my, my rights back. <laughs> you get a cortisone <laughs> shot. Yep. You get my cortisone shot. <laughs> oh, man. Shit, you know, one one of the reasons I don't get a, I, I, I honestly don't get a gun is because I have a lot of anger. I'm an angry man, and I'm angry for all the right causes. I'm trying to raise a son. I'm trying to be a good husband. I'm trying to fucking progress in this fucking life. I want more for myself. You know? I get angry on myself because I want more. Yeah. It's not easy. I'm a fucking short Hispanic man, and I'm fucking angry. (laughs) You know why? Because I want fucking more. (laughs) You know, I, I want more in life. I don't want to raise my son in a fucking urban fucking surroundings where they're killing one another and the only fucking kids killing kids. Fucking it's like in in Colombia, a fucking uh, La Guerrilla, what they call it, right? Fucking scouting young babies. Mm-hmm. Fucking running around with AK-47s. Uh, look at Afghanistan. Afghanistan, all these little kids running around with these fucking 18, 18, 18 year old, just sign your life. Boom. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Eventually, and those people don't got no mercy out there. Mm, it's war. Yeah, because no that's all they're war. Yeah, sorry, yeah. animals, sexual. <laughs> I just read your hat. Animal sex. Oh man, That's dope. <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> I, I picked that up from a uh, Colion Noir. He's a uh, gun activist lawyer and uh i picked it up from his website you got a lot of so, cool stuff on it i'm gonna come out with my own I'm yeah word up <laughs> word up shit yeah, I, I i went uh the day before my birthday i went to uh the shooting range bro and it's like 
Why you ain't call me? <laughs> shit, it was a surprise to me. I got called. I'm not oh, a lot okay. of you, shit. Oh, okay. Um, right. They invited me, and I went. And, you know, guns are nice, but that's a fucking expensive hobby, bro. <laughs> that's an expensive hobby. Yeah. The ammo, yeah, the, gun. The ammo, price of ammo one up. Yeah. Price of ammo one up. Hey, That's Because it's supposed to save your ammo. Use it for emergency. Not shoot it. Oh. <laughs> hey, I'm saving my ammo. My ammo's just sitting there collecting yeah. dust. I'm well, using you gotta it as permission. paperweight. You got to get permission. I'm using it as paperweight. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you could clean you, know, you could clean it. You could clean your ammo and just put it back in there. <laughs> right. Put it back yeah. in this box. Yeah. You're shining. <laughs> shining. Don't let the dust collect, no, <laughs> Nick. How long? How long have you have your your license? How long have you been a a, a gun owner, to be exact? Shit, that's that long. <laughs> no, 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 it's not that long. I'm just trying to remember. I want to get the exact. I say about four or five years now. Vaughn, you? Uh, going on two years. Nice, nice. And uh, Stephen, how long you been wanting to be a gun owner? Uh, legally, legally. <laughs> well, <laughs> as for this podcast, you're doing everything legal. Otherwise, I yes, don't know. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we are all legal here. Yes. Damn um, it. Shoot, I've been wanting one for a while. I mean, two, three years now. Yeah, about two. No, you got to. You got to get a license. Have a bow and arrow. No. No, not here. Yeah, you can buy that. Yeah, you know, you know, in in the state of Florida, all you gotta be is eighteen years old to own a rifle out here. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they do the background check for a uh, rifle. How long? How long? How? What age do you have to be to to chew tobacco? Uh, back then was eighteen. Just now it's twenty one. Now it's twenty one. Right? Now it's twenty one. So bitch, go in the south. It's good, my good. <laughs> And shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember I was buying tobacco when I was 18. 18 years sure. old. I was 21. Now, in Philly, like, in Philly, and, and in Pennsylvania, like, everybody got a gun. Like, it's like more, is yeah, it, legally, it's more freedom. Legally and illegally. Dudes, look, have, have these dudes on the street that got them guns illegally. Let me tell you what they got. Obviously, the scratched off serial numbers. Mm-hmm. Some of these dudes out here, they got the carbon fiber copy, John. You know, but they scared to use them. That PUA money put a lot of guns on the street. And a lot of people don't realize it, nor do they want to acknowledge it. Because mm-hmm. half the motherfuckers that really ain't do shit with their lives, that's what they want to go grab. Go, go grab a piece real quick. Let me ask you something. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I, I got to mm-hmm. ask this question because, like, how is it? That you, these people got better guns than you, right? Got it at an affordable price. <laughs> Negative. 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 You sure Negative. about Negative. that? Guess what? I'm, I'm gonna positive. tell you why. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I agree with them, but I'm gonna tell you why. Because half these dudes that got guns don't even not shoot shit. First and foremost. Mm. So I seen a dude that end up getting caught by the cops and everything, legal gun and all that shit. Nigga shot that shit, shot the wrong way, nearly should have shot him dead himself too, because he didn't know what the fuck he was doing. Mm. Yeah, he did uh, he he automatically got the automatic fire just having an illegal firearm wasn't registered them, shooting in the city and everything like that. So no, nah, half these dudes out here don't even know how to shoot. Yeah, five to ten so, if you if you get a uh 
uh, go, call it whatever you go. From my, yeah, from my understanding, it's an automatic fire. Mm. With uh, a firearm. Oh, with a legal firearm. Fire. Illegal firearm, mm-hmm. yeah. So if you're if you're uh, uh if you have your license to carry whatnot and, and you're gonna whatnot and you get stopped by the police, what what is what is the proper way how to handle that situation? You wanna go I first, Don? Or you I wanna think go? Nick, oh, you just don't tell him I don't got a gun. I think they can answer because uh I, I, I'm not able to carry in, in the state of New Jersey. We we're not a free state. <laughs> so mm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I got pulled over by the cops a couple of times. Alright, so and they were just fucking with me to, to pull me over, you know. I guess I little suspect whatever. If I saw if I saw your muscles <laughs> like you don't got a license for them, gun. His shirt too tight. <laughs> so what the hey, fuck is going on here? His shirt too tight. But nah, um, I got pulled over a couple times. Um, now, from my, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, Penal Code 118. And uh, when you get your concealed carry uh, permit, also it tells you it's highly advised to let a law enforcement officer know that you have a concealed weapon, but you don't have to. You're not legally obligated. Yep. Right? So, with that being said, if I know a cop is going to run my license, when they say license registration, they they tell me why they're pulling me over. I mean, dude said I didn't stop at the stop sign, but I did, but he didn't see the other car go by him and block him to his view to see me making a complete stop. But some like he got mad because I didn't tell him and I said well technically by law I don't have to I said I'm just advised to and he said oh so you're a fucking wise ass so some cops get anal about it some cops like I but just to avoid the situation it's best just to let them know but let them know in a way where's though because you know some cops are superficial they they think they big bad and shit like that just just let them know in a way where as though they don't feel threatened. You ain't got to feel threatened either. It's kind of hard to do that because you just, we don't just, you don't just go to somebody, hey, look, I got a concealed weapon. You know what I'm saying? You but have a I, card? I, you guys have like cards or something? Yeah, I have a card, yeah. Like, um, concealed weapon, got the Philadelphia police logo right on the back and everything. So, but when they run your name, it tells you I have a weapon. That's your, that's your. Yeah, but basically in their eyes, he has a weapon. That's right. the way they're going to look at it. They'll take it at that point. So, man, one time I had like four guns in my car. I'm not going to oh, lie. Damn. Look, <laughs> it wasn't, no, but it wasn't on no crazy stuff. It was that I was in the process of moving mm. and everything. So. I had them all in there because, you know, I didn't want nobody else moving my stuff and things like that. And I was trying to break it down to the guy. He said, no, nah, man, we got to check all these on, make sure they register. I said, look, I got all night. You know, I said, just moved in a new crib. I got all night, bro. We, you can do that. But um, some, like, you just, just want to let them know. Like, even though you don't have to, but just let them know. Just to avoid the drama that comes with it because I'm not going to say every cop doesn't know the law. But there are a lot of cops that don't know certain laws and don't know certain codes and that could be wrong and which, which could lead to um, incidental shootings or, or perf- like, you know, 
oh, I feel threatened for my life type of situations because you had a weapon, but, you know, you didn't tell him. Or even though we, we already know Philando Castle, that dude should be alive, but, you know, it could lead to a situation like that, too. So even though you don't have to tell him the best you tell him anyway, just for the simple fact, try to voice, avoid the most damaging consequences possible. So you got to also remember that once you tell them they have the authority to take you out of your vehicle now to secure your mm-hmm. weapons. So oh. as, a, as a gun owner, it's, it's, it's funny you say that they don't know their laws, but we got to know our laws as well. So, you know, the penal code and everything. So I got, I could tell you already on it. You know what I'm saying? So that's a good thing. I got to know. I got to know. Well, that's my know he had a, a, a you, you were, you weren't, uh, we got started before you, you joined us. Um, he had a situation and he was at, he was at a shootout and he got shot in the head. Who was shot in the head? Uh, mm. my boy, Nick. I got a bullet in my head, bro. God bless you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, got sure. a, I got a, I got a, I got a, got a bullet in my head. Um, it was in self-defense. Uh, the situation could have been handled way better. Like you, you, you know how some dudes they let their woman pipe them up, get their emotions out. They <laughs> went from that to this and to bang, and then I'm like, fuck that bang, you know. Right. So, you know, but yeah, like, it's crazy, but you know, I'm just blessed to be here. God bless you, know? here state? with us. God bless you, man. Right, really? God bless you. What state did that happen in? If you don't mind me No, no, I'm about to tell you, like, look, I'm going to say, I know Pennsylvania is state, but in Philadelphia, we consider Philadelphia a state. So I'm going right. to say the state of Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, okay. But no, right. it happened. It happened in Philly, though. It happened in Philly. Uh, no, I still got the pictures from it and everything. I still got the screenshot showing me where the bullet at in my head mm. and everything like that. You God know, damn. and the thing is, and, it's, it's because you hard at it, right? That's fucking right. No, no, you no, you're right because um, my my thing is with that situation. I wish I handled it a little bit different, but. What dude did because it basically turned to from a hit and run to a shooting, right? You know, so my whole thing is I'm like, I'm tired of a lot of people getting away with a lot of shit in general. Like, half these cases are still open, and this, that, and third. And I'm like, not only did the person hit my truck and try to run, but also try to hit me with their car, too. Mm. So I chased them down, got their license plate, got a picture of them and everything. I'm like, all right, bet. And I said, bro, I'm not even worried about you no more. I'll see you in court. Right. And that's when it escalated from there. Then the chick saying this, that, and third, whatever the case may be. Bro, you know, remind me, remind me when, when it comes to parking, I ain't parked. You show me your car, and I'm not going to park nowhere near you. I don't, <laughs> I don't want that sauce. I don't want that beef. I got a, I got a driveway now. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> You got you can you can park at a job or you be straight. <laughs> but yeah, um that happened. It sucked. Um it got gotta handled. Go to court. Um I gotta go to court next week. 
they, they got pushed back because of the whole flood in Philly and everything. Like, okay. I don't even live in Philly no more, but I have since it happened in Philly, you know. Right. You know I mean? Yeah, so good luck with that. Good luck yeah. with that. Bro, that's crazy, yeah, bro. The thing is, I did all the cop work for him. There's so much proof and of what happened and everything else. It's basically a case. Were you? How long were you hospitalized? Like to use memory? Like, well, obviously, you didn't lose memory. You're good. No, um, I didn't lose memory. Um, the thing is, once they realized it's pointless of taking a bullet out. As long as it wasn't going to move or anything like that and just basically just let it take its course, I'm mm. fine, you know. So uh, um, they ended up letting me go, I'd say, later on that night. Yeah, I mean, because, look, the thing is, it's in here, but. So you're like, telling me you're on some, some Chuck Norris shit. My, yeah, Chuck Norris. Look, like, <laughs> and, um. It didn't like skim on my head. It yeah. went in and stood there, like mm. you know oh, what I mean. Wow. I get so buried. Thank, like... Yeah, thank thank God for this big ass head I got. You know, the doctor was like, "Yo, your head actually helps you." <laughs> you know, because if, if, if my head was in a different position, like it would have been fatal. Yeah. You know I mean? was, yeah. So, and and the worst part was also to see what pissed me off was that I'm not gonna lie. Well, I can, you know, I'm not going to say this. To, I'll say it off. I'm not going to say that. But I did have my daughter in the car with me. Oh, um, bro. That's, that's breaking my heart, worse. man. That's, and, and when I say I cried, it wasn't like uh, a crying, crying, sobbing. No, it was nah. like a war cry because yeah. in my mind, I was ready to hurt whoever got in my way because I was like, I don't care you shot at me. My daughter was in the car. That was my issue. Right. I said, because if anything happened to my daughter, I would lose it. You know, that's my firstborn. You dig what I'm saying? I, I'm a single father. I've basically been raising my kids by myself for a minute. So I don't take that lightly. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, that's my daughter. You know, so like, and then I was mad because uh, the cops had to take my other gun for ballistics and everything like that, and I still ain't shit back yet. And I'm I probably won't get it back. You ain't, you you ain't getting mm-hmm. it back. No time for it, brother. <laughs> I ain't getting it back. Probably no time soon. And that was my favorite nine. That was my favorite nine. I said, I love this nine millimeter right here. I said, you know, but I did get me another one. Um you were, able to, you were able to 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 make another purchase yes, with I was. In, in the incident. Yep. Yes I was. Uh if, See what what the um, what the detective did. Um, he gave me his card, but I waited for uh to pick up my gun license back and everything. And um, I asked him. I said, "Yo, is it cool for me to go get another gun?" And I said, "Cause my other guns I got, but they're not concealable. Carrying them, yeah, they're not carrying. Yeah, guns. they're not concealable. So like, I don't want to be walking around with the." With the big thing on it, like like I'm like yeah, you know I me, mean? I'm not Rambo. Yeah. Um, right, it's Chuck Norris, bro. You got <laughs> you got shot in the head, and you keep moving, and like nothing happened. Yeah, so um, I was able to get another gun, and uh, 
so far. I truly love this one. I, I bought an FMK, you know, just for the time being. And so far, I love this thing. It's not bad at all. It got a nice kick to it. I enjoy it. Uh, but, yeah, I was able to think after that because I thought I wouldn't be able to. Right. And right. I didn't want to carry my 22 around. That's my little baby just for fun, but I didn't want to carry my 22 around. Right. Like, so, yeah. Well, uh, what type of insurance do you have? Do you have a uh, USCCA? Say that one more time. What type of carry insurance do you have? I actually don't even have carry insurance. Join USCCA tonight. <laughs> I even know that. that. I, w- I would do that. I'm a... Um... Going yeah, to that I'm website. Pretty, yeah, I'm a pretty busy guy. Some things I've set aside to do, and I, I'm like, no, shit. And like no. you just reminded me, someone told me about that before, yes. and I said, because years I didn't know actually you could get stuff. And I said, wait, I said you can. I said, wait yes. a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna definitely do that. I'm gonna make sure I do that tonight. Do it tonight. Look at the website. Look at the uh, the different packages that they have on there. Uh, I was looking at it for myself because I was like, you know, I hate New Jersey because, you know, it's a, um, you it's 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 a, I forgot the, the the exact term for it, but you can't if you have a means to escape, they want you to escape if you have a home if, in a case of a home invasion. So mm-hmm. they want you to escape somehow, some way. They want you to get out of there. If someone breaks into your home, they want you to leave. So I was like. You know, in the event that I can't because I have a whole family, like I have a fiance, I have two kids, I have two little kids, and yeah, one way can't escape in, with all that. I can't escape with all of that. So I'm going to defend my house, my castle. So um, you should. I was trying to look up and see if uh, USCCA, uh, if I was allowed to to get it in New Jersey, and they don't have it for the state of New Jersey because it's. I think it's only strictly and specifically for carry. So I just wanted to have insurance. God forbid, God forbid. Like, you know, I, I always tell people, like, when I talk about guns, they're like, yo, you gun crazy, you gun crazy. I'm like, nah, I'm not. I just, I, I like guns. Like, I like the science behind it. I love it. it. That's a good, I like the science behind it. I, yeah, I, 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 right. love, I, I love going to the gun range. Uh, right, I got right. a person invited to a, um, to a, Outside range, and a guy he had his own course in the upper PA. Dope guy. Um, he allowed me to uh, come out there, the AR-15s and um, the AKs, and he actually had a machine gun, <laughs> like station. And he, I got to shoot that, and I was like, yo. When I thought, I, like, I felt like my body was going to break just for the first time shooting. I said, oh my god, and I'm going like, do 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 do. Like it's it's fun. It's it's an adrenaline rush, but like with common sense, though. Yeah, you know. I'm uh, <laughs> when I when I've gone to to uh, the gun range, I get like anxiety and nerves just because like I feel like I, I feel the sense of responsibility to be safe. You know, I'm mm-hmm. worried about I'm worried about like I'm not being safe. You know, like I'm overthinking it. I guess. Well, um, my first time to the gun range, uh, crazy part is uh, I was dressed up, too. And the dude was like, um, bro, where do you work? 
I need to dress like you. I had the whole little suit, jaw, and everything. I had just came from a business meeting, uh, and it didn't go as I planned. So I was like, you know what? I need to blow some steam off. So I was like, no, I ain't been to this gun range. So I said, let me go to this gun range. And da 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 da. And uh, when I went there, um, I was hesitant. And uh, the guy, I said, look, man, just give me a, a crash course, you know, this and the third. Because even though you know about guns, it's always best to, um, to me to go over certain things if you haven't done certain mm-hmm. things in a while. Mm-hmm. You're rusty with it. Yeah, so basically it's fresh again. So I'm just like, he showed me things, man. Look, I just went there, and I just thought about some man, fuck this shit, <laughs> And like after the first two, I'm like, keep going, <laughs> and it was just fun. Like it's it's to be to me to be honest, for me it's like a therapy. It's a stress reliever to be honest. What about you, Stephen? I apologize. I had to put my son down. I haven't been to the gun range in a long time. It's been years for me. I want to go back. You better get your your pointing your your gun up before before you get your license. Stephen, will Florida allow you to go to the gun range? Yeah, 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 absolutely. You can go there, so they allow you to do that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For, I, mean, I don't, I, I don't think better. you need a background check for all. No, no, not at all. No, so no, because uh, in, no, because in Philly, when you go to the gun race, they do run your ID. And really? if you got like, yeah, like if you got any warrants or you got a certain record or something like that that prevents you from even touching a firearm, they'll pull it up and they have the right to, you know, arrest you in this, that, and third. And yeah, I found that I out. I was like, oh, shit, I ain't even realized that. Let me tell you something. In Florida, there's a lot of people carrying here. There's tons of them. I, I got friends that I go to that I work with on the side, and they take their guns with them, put them in their lockers, and then continue your day. And you wouldn't even think that this person would have a gun. But every, I mean, everybody has guns out here. Everyone carries. I'm just that one guy that doesn't carry. Baby, don't worry. I'm okay. You, <laughs> she said, "Don't feel, worry, I got you." Pure pressure. You feel pure pressure. <laughs> All right. So, like, and I want I want you guys to each one to give you your uh, opinion on in what in what sense, like, how can we, when it comes to gun violence, how can we help with mental health? Now, how can we unite? How can we? We share the knowledge, you know. It's very important. Well, are, are you talking about as far as you being able to uh, have access to a firearm with mental uh, health issues? No, more of those like how can we help one another uh, understand that uh, you have to have the right state of mind to carry this because it's a serious thing. You can call oh, the, so. the right mental capacity to, to be able to yes. go out and carry every day. Yes. Um that's that's one that's one of the big topics in, in, in that industry, you know, because they're blaming everything on mental health now. So now they're trying to crack down on uh harder uh gun laws and background checks uh for people 
to to actually purchase their, their their firearms in certain states like like Florida, like Texas, you know those free states that you know and 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 Pennsylvania, you know that have uh, looser gun laws than New Jersey, New York, California, different states like that. So um, the mental health check uh, portion of you being able to purchase a firearm. Uh, the anti-gun lobbyists feel like it's not strenuous enough. So they try to put more and more restrictions on, on, on gun laws that ultimately cripples, uh, you know, law-abiding citizens like Nine Nicholas, you know, like Steven, like myself, who want to go and purchase a firearm. Uh, but you have this background check that you have to go through in order for you to be able to purchase your, 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 your firearm. And some people feel like it's too long. You know, what if I need it right now? What if I'm what if I know I'm in imminent danger because my ex-boyfriend or my ex-girlfriend is, you know, threatening me and and I need something for protection. You, you know, if I can't carry at least at my house, I should be at least be able to protect myself in my own home. You know, so I think mental health is, is so broad when it comes to uh, uh, being able to carry and purchase a firearm. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to, to, to pinpoint because you could go through a mental health check. Mm-hmm. Uh, cops go through vigorous training and, and military personnel go through vigorous training. And, and as you can see, you know, and by the way, I, I don't feel like there's a war on black men with police. Uh, I'm going to just say that right now. Mm. Uh, the, percentages, the, the percentages, the percentages uh, don't make sense when, when, when you look at the data. But anyway, please, please, <laughs> please, please uh, elaborate on that. Okay, um, I had this discussion with, with, with one of my uh, friends that's a police officer. I don't want to say my cop friend because he was my friend before he became a law enforcement officer. So uh, we have these discussions and uh, we pull up the data, we pull up the information. You know, uh, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. I wish I would have jotted this down before I came on to the, to, to the show. But, um, you know, uh, uh, a lot of these police shootings... You know, like I said before, you have to take accountability. Mm. Uh, not, and I'm not saying that everyone was guilty. Not everyone deserved to die. and Not everyone was deserving to, to get shot. But uh, people's favorite topic was, back when it was happening, was um, Breonna Taylor. You know, so that, I, I, like, my best friend, we had arguments. Like, we wasn't speaking to each other over this case. And, uh, you know, my my friend that's a police officer has in, inside information on that case. And he was like, he, he just broke it down to me like this. You know, when you watch those police shows and they have a, a board up and it says uh, suspect and, and, and uh, you, you know, stuff like that. Like she mm-hmm. was a part of an investigation that they had going on. You know, not to say that she deserved to die, not to say that they deserved to run in her house and, and, and none of that. But she was in an investigation. So the, the story that they went into the wrong house, uh, even the fact that the person that they were looking for was already oh, in sure. custody, she was still a part of an investigation. I know, we'll get my so, uh, to circle back to what we talk about with the mental health part, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so broad because, like I said, police go through all of this training, but they have accidents. They have accidents, <laughs> you know, despite their training. Despite the background check that they go through, 
you know, military, you know, the guy in Dallas uh, a couple of years back and, 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 and he wrote a whole, you know, letter, you know, addressing basically the bullshit that he was dealing with. And he went off, started shooting cops in, 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 yeah, yeah, I remember in that. Dallas. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you can't say, you know, uh, that's why I asked you do, you, do you mean as far as the background check to actually purchase a firearm as far as mental health? Or are you just saying this the mental health crisis, period? You know, the mental no, capacity I, to be able to me, carry let me elaborate operate that. a weapon. When, when, when I mentioned it's like, I mentioned it in a way, and I apologize if, if I'm not explaining myself correctly, uh, but when I say, like, it's more on the responsibility. You have a okay. responsibility. Right. You know, you, you, you have an obligation now. You can just, you know, now that you carry an arm, you have permission to carry whip it out because you want to whip it out. Right. You know, or... or so you got to know your laws. You got you to gotta be responsible with that shit. Right. You know, a lot, a lot of people who have uh, firearms think they're high and mighty. When it's not, the, it's not the case. Mm-hmm. And that's and those are the people that give that a, a bad uh, a bad image to people yeah. who actually want to have gun license to protect their family. Right. It's, it's hard to make that decision, man. Um, currently, my fiance is trying is uh, to get into that field, further her career in law enforcement. And, um, you know, like I said, I have conversations with my friend that's a cop and uh, I ask her, you know, certain questions like, are you ready to, to handle that responsibility? Because, mm. you know, not only are you a, a, a public figure and, and, and a help and an aid to people, but knowing when to do and to do what in certain situations. Uh, and you, you can't use because you're a female and the person is 300 pounds and I'm 5'4 and you know, 180 pounds, you know, reason for me to shoot this person. No, you have, you know, even though you're a cop, you still have to have, you know, a plausible reason for you to draw your weapon and use it. You, you know um, what I'm saying? Uh, and I, and I f- comments, you know, everybody isn't blessed with that. <laughs> word. <laughs> with that, you know, uh, you know, but she, she's very smart and, and intelligent. And thankfully she's in a field where uh, you learn talk down versus take down. You know what I'm saying? In the field that we're in, you know, we, we don't have guns, you know. So our first line of defense is our verbal, is, is, is our directives, you know. And I feel like uh, police lose that <laughs> in the process of, of, of becoming an officer, you know. They, their first, your first line of defense, your first uh lines of communication is actually communicating like verbalizing something a directive to someone you know and 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 if you have to pull your weapon to maintain order then that's one thing but knowing when to actually use it is a, is a, is a different thing so you know the mental the mental health issue uh as far as firearms is is, is, is so vast and you know it's it's hard to to try to put a cap on. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Nick, any thoughts? Yeah, um, kind of agree with Vaughn. Uh, I may agree to disagree on certain things, um, but uh, overall, we need a universal understanding. And what I mean by that is certain gun advocates that prevent 
well, actually, no, let me correct that. Certain gun advocates can actually, because of their certain stances, help have mental people having guns. And it's because certain things they don't want to bend. Like, from my, from my understanding, you're not allowed to study um, certain things with guns. There's an article, a video about Obama, and he was having a conversation with a guy for his son on YouTube, you'll find it. If you type in Obama on gun violence and he was talking to the guy and he broke down to the guy. He said, Certainly, we're not even allowed to sit here and study certain things about it. So it needs to be some type of universal understanding. We all want our gun. We want to protect ourselves. We want to have a hobby. That's one of our hobbies. We love doing that. That's understandable. But also, I'm the type of person like, yeah, I may be a gun advocate, also, I don't want no damn fool having a gun. I just don't want anybody having a gun for the simple fact. I get it's there, right? But half these dudes and sits are out of their minds or for the simple fact that, um, like like you said, people get the gun. I'm all hotty mighty. Bang, bang. You know what? I can't get my way. You're going to get me my way. This, that, and the third. So it's, and to be honest, I think, Every human being has some type of insanity in them, to be honest with you. I, if that sounds crazy, don't laugh. But we all have some form of insanity with us. Okay? And um, at any given moment, rather we are the good guy or the bad guy, we could just snap. You know, so it's almost like it'll be a never-ending argument, but there are certain measures that can be taken to prevent most of this shit. We, that's like with crime. We can't prevent every last crime. It's not possible. But we can put certain measurements in place to control it, to leave it at bay. But we, you know, to just deter it from happening. We can't stop everything from happening because unfortunately it's part of life. So um, if we build that bridge of communication where it's, uh, it's, it's like, hey, you're the tomatoes, you're the tomatoes. We're going to sit here, this is what we want, and this is what we want. We're going to come together and make that shit work so we all can shut the fuck up. Because it's a never-ending, it's almost like it's a never-ending argument. It's one person with this point, one person with that point. But the thing is, um, there should be some type of things in place that shouldn't be restricted as far as a person that's already deemed uh, mentally ill should have no access to firearms, period. I, I don't care who you are. Uh, if you're mentally ill to the point where as though you, we know that you know, you're not suitable to have a weapon because you might just snap more than with the average person, then I think you shouldn't have that. You know, some people are like, what was there? Well, it seems like they skip them. <laughs> it seems like they skip them. See, see, see the there, thing there is, are loopholes. My thing is what I noticed, there are certain loopholes that need to be fixed. And that's the things, that's that's another thing that um, no one seems to want to address. Certain loopholes. There's even loopholes with background checks when you go to a different state and everything. Whereas though, if you got a felony here, I forget what, uh, I used to do background checks, but I forget what state if you want to. You move there and everything, did a background search from there, you know, because you're in that state or something like that, um, 
Um, it almost wouldn't show up the previous history, which you did in that other state sometimes. And it, like, because there's certain loopholes with these laws and certain things, even in the amendment and constitution, there are loopholes that a lot of people get around or get over on, which makes it worse for everyone. So I, I think if we just make a, a universal agreement, make it to where it's though, all right, well, look, man, come to the table with this. You come to the table with that. Let's just make it happen. Let's, all right, we know this happened. We know that happened. But let's figure out some type of role where it's though our guns are getting taken and certain people can't get them, period. You know, and then also, like I said, there's loopholes in mental health, too. There's people that are deemed medically insane that are out on these streets regularly. In general, some of them are homeless folks. Some of them, some, some of them are just people that just work the average job. You don't know. Right. Yeah. Steven, you got any thoughts? No, I mean, I mean, I agree with both Vaughn and Nick. You know, everything that they've said, I mean, they just said everything they had to say. You know, um, no, I really don't. How about you, Deal? Man, uh, it's a... Uh... It's a lot, you know, it's, it's a lot. It's something scary, but also serious, you know. There's a, a lot of passionate side on we should have our guns. We shouldn't have our guns, you know, and it's difficult to really tell who has, you know, if it's not, you know, physical, you can't really see it. It's hard to tell you have a mental uh, imbalance because there's fucking people that's where they know how to act. Yeah. You know. That's why the, the you know I apologize once again. I know I said this before, but like white people, why why do you think they're gold standard? Because you know in the street when they walk, they know how to act. Mm-hmm. And the fucking when they're in their house, they create that you know they bash shit crazy. You know. I agree. Um, it's very <laughs> it's it, it's it's very difficult. And then you know the the universal uh, agreement, which I'm one hundred percent behind you of, but. If it's not beneficial to somebody, it's not going to work. That's you know, true. If, and that's it, why it's always a constant thing. At the end of the day, it, it's a business. You know, mm-hmm. the more somebody tells you you can't do something, the more you want it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you know, gun the gun business is a money business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't care if you can't. I, I'm, it's all about insurance. Well, my, my insurance of, you know, these are procedures to get the gun. It's as, as insurance policy to, to, to make them feel okay to sell guns. That's all it is. Doesn't necessarily mean somebody follows it or believes in it, you know, or you can do anything about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody has a different agenda. You know, I, 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 if I really don't, care for guns i think they're beautiful i think they're nice i think they're dangerous you know um but that's not my forte that's to each his own you know i my shit i, I that's why i went into like uh doing mixed martial arts jiu-jitsu i love that shit you know I, I grew up i grew up in an environment where you know we're gonna boast this out we're gonna fuck one another up and then we, after we're up we're gonna shake each other's hand we're gonna walk away you guys say error. You gotta say mm-hmm. error, not environment. Error. <laughs> Ever? Error? Error. Ever. The error that you that you that you was raised in, that mm-hmm. error, 
that you was raised in, <laughs> that's no, no, it's an environment still. It's an environment still. That's not in all cases. In my nah, environment, it's still an environment. All right. I, I, you still as my guest, I'll I'll do you the favor. My error. Yeah, error. Right? My <laughs> error. Okay? Got it. Look, my error too. Look, I came up. You supposed to fight, shake hands, yeah, keep it moving. Yeah, uh, yeah. If, it wasn't. If dude didn't want to fight you. You let it go, and and like old heads used to sit there and just squash yeah. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, it wasn't. It wasn't too. Like, you don't want to fight. Leave it alone. They yeah. want to force you to fight. It wasn't. Like, it wasn't too uh, a year ago and uh, uh, a miss. Uh, difficult situation I had here at my house. Then I learned. I learned to accept that not everywhere you go is the same. Living over here is a different animal, you know. Yeah. It, it's it's not such thing as you know, uh, the how you say the manly thing of you know screw up, get fucked up, or fuck up, and you know shake your hand and, and walk away. There's no more shit of that. That shit don't even exist anymore, man. Yeah. Everybody's quick to pull one out. Yeah, quick and... Yeah, because these dudes don't one. fight no more. Or or <laughs> if they do fight and you whoop their ass, mm-hmm. they come back either to shoot your ass because mm-hmm. you're going to embarrass the shit out. Yeah. So it, oh, it's... Yeah, but it's something... It's something to think about when it, when it comes to, to owning a, a, a firearm, you pocket. know? Safety. Uh, but in all cases, yeah, in all cases, you know, try if I think the best thing you can do is, is, uh, remind people the responsibility of having a gun, a firearm. That's the best thing you can do. I mean, remind each and every day that like, you got that, you have a responsibility just because you have it now, you know, you, you can misuse it, you know? You know, because yeah. like like most of you guys, kids at home, you know, toddlers, you live, you you live, leave that misplaced. You know, they picked up a gun and God forbid something happens, which has happened in history. So, happened recently. Yeah, look at that. So the responsibility, the responsibility of that, it's immense. All right. So I, you know, that's why it's hard to talk about mental mental health like you said earlier they're using it non and not you know constantly in the news but yeah you know we're, we're suffering mental health with so much shit that we're going on right. a daily basis from a happy job happy marriage fucking you know unhappy kids trying to give them the best support you can there's really thing really things that are, that cause mental health regardless of somebody shooting that's just somebody you know who, who's trying to prove something I got a question for you guys. What do you guys think about teaching teenagers uh, how to shoot properly? What what do you guys think about that? I'm all for that. Me too as well. I'm all about it. I'm all for it. And matter of fact, if my motto is, and it's probably due to the people that I watch who's influential to me. Um, if they're strong enough to pull the trigger, then I'm gonna educate them on it. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could, I could agree with that. Um, especially I mean, if, they, yeah, especially if they're in the house, would you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, if they're in the house, like for example, like 
my daughters know I have guns. Um, I show them each gun. That way, and my daughter is 11, my other daughter is 8. Uh, I show them each gun, not not just to, you know, say, hey, this, look, look, look here. No, I show them to let them know that, hey, this is here. Um, these are not toys. This is not something. This, that, and third. Like, I have a whole lockbox for it and everything like that, and they're up. But my daughters, I got it installed in their heads to the point where they'll, um, they know, like, don't go in that room, don't go looking in this, don't, don't, this, that, that. even though it's all locked away and everything like that, I'm the only one that has the code for it, like, you can't, they couldn't figure it out even if they try, but, um, overall, um, yeah, I think, I think it'd be cool. Now, uh, is this something like it's better uh, to know than not know? Is it something yeah. like when you like you as a parent trying to get your firearm, or is it something like schools to teach? No, uh, no, I think that's I think that's a individual household mm. um, thing that should be taught in the house because school is for for, for school. You know, you have your it's a time and place for everything. And, mm-hmm. You know, uh, not unless you are, you know, educating them on what happened at Sandy Hook and mm-hmm. uh, all these other shootings that happened at school or something like that. But other than that, I feel like that's something that the parents should be teaching yeah. uh, to the kids, especially if they have guns in the house, weapons in the house, any yeah. type of weapon. In the house. I think, I yeah, think if, if you're a parent, you should they should develop a, like a course that you have a, a kids of certain age that in order for you to get a gun a permit. You have to take your kids if they live with you to get a certification. So they're mm-hmm. aware, you know, to you know, make it a family thing. I don't think that it should be something mandated. Uh, I, I think that they have courses where you could go out there. I'm not sure where every state, but I know for New Jersey, uh, you could get your hunting license at the age of 10, at the youngest age of 10, I believe. Dang. I'm not mistaken. And, um, with your hunting license, you're able to shoot, I think, uh, like rifles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So don't, don't, don't definitely quote me on it. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to go off the top of my memory, but you know, you're able to go out there with your kid and have that experience. My favorite thing is I, I and, and I think you liked it one time, uh, deal. Um, when I put up the, the family, uh, with the guns, like the black family and they, and they all had like, Automatic mm-hmm. weapons and stuff like I've that. I've seen that. <laughs> I've seen that picture. And and, and people love it. Were, people were outraged like about that picture. Not my not my people, but like just reading pe- like comments underneath mm-hmm. that. that, that was 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 like, yeah. And it, and it's just like you know my friend. Uh, he's a close friend of mine. Uh, he's been incarcerated and stuff like that. Very smart, uh, intelligent guy. Um, he, he likes when I post stuff like that because it gets people talking and, and, and it ruffles people's feathers. So the people that he works for, the white people that he works for, you know, they teach their kids as, as young as they can. As, yeah, as, as, there you if, go. If, they, if, if, they, if they're strong, like I said, if they're strong mm-hmm. enough to pull the trigger, mm-hmm. teach them. Yeah. Teach Listen, them I, about every single gun you have in your house and how to use it properly yep. and the safeties of, 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 of that firearm. Facts. Teach I... Them. I uh, I mean I I rather 
if that if that is not accessible or anything i rather uh have the school system start educating students on the laws the laws okay uh and you know when it comes to you know simple stuff like gun violence which is something co- common and, and you know recently happening uh because a lot of a lot of children is people just make fucked up choices and don't know the consequences. I bet you if you know the consequences, <laughs> you're gonna stop doing your shit. You get False. what I'm saying? False. Nah, I have how to believe. <laughs> shit, I man. I, I, I guess I guess I speak with myself. <laughs> I have to disagree. It's it, 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 50-50 Yeah, because um. It depends on the person's mindset and and their level of understanding. It's different when you know when you know you got to do what you got to do. It's different. That's yeah, acceptance. I mean, like you know, like for me, I, I I grew up in a hood, but you know, I didn't become a thug. I didn't become this, that, and third as what you expect. And part of due to the reason it's just my level of understanding at a young age. I'm like when I. When I start seeing shit and I start paying attention to shit and I saw what it led to, I'm like, mm-hmm. I ain't doing that shit. <laughs> I'm like, no. So like, it, it. But some people, it's a rush. Some people, some people are just born bad, and it's fucked up to say, but that's just the truth. Some people want to be just the kingpin. Some people just want to do that. That's why you have certain shit you have nowadays. Oh, yeah, so it's, I think it's the level of understanding and the concept of the mindset when you when it's first approached to you. Like some people you gotta go through it to learn. Some people just look at that shit like hang on. I don't want nothing to do with no shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it it just depends depends on the, the level of understanding and because sometimes even people that had the best parents in the world that try to tell them to stay away from this and stay away from that, try not to listen, do this. man. I I would, I would I I will say this much. If schools would teach kids the consequences of like uh what do you call that shit? Um the consequences of like if you don't pay your child support, there'll be no <laughs> I tell you everybody will use protection. Word, man. <laughs> you heard? You shit, the consequences. Shit, everybody use protection. Nobody that every kid will be Sullivan. That's some yeah. that's some scary shit. That goes that yeah. goes into the household too, man. Teaching mm-hmm. values. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it goes. You, know, you got to value yourself. That's another man. topic, bro. That's that's, a, that's that's a totally different. That's topic. a definite, <laughs> That's another topic, bro. Because that'd be another good conversation. That'd be another. You know, good because the crazy part is we live in a and and a society is so gray now. You don't know what's right or wrong. Cause it's always feelings, and if you do something, you might hurt somebody's feelings, right? Yeah. So that's like, what... I, like I said, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just think it's a generational thing. I, I don't think that, you know, you know, not to go off topic, but I don't think that it's uh, um, done intentionally for you know the, the the education that we get or the lack of education that we mm-hmm. get on sex education in our households. You know, I don't think it's done purposely. It's just a generational thing, like, oh, I, I, I ain't ready to talk to you about this. Why not? If they ask, that's scary. You know, that's a that's a back that's that's a backwards way of thinking. You know, and it's counter uh, counteractive 
to what your child is asking you. Mm-hmm. That's just what that's just what anything, period. Like you said, with the mental health, you know, with kids going into schools and shooting up school and stuff like that. You have to pay attention to your kids. You can't just exit them off because they're a kid. Like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Like, no. No, and treat, treat them like they're, they're stupid. That's basically yeah, what it is. Treat them like that. My three-year-old daughter came to me the other day. Yeah, I know. I know. I know Steven's wife be, be putting her boys in right there. Boom, 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 what? boom. Tell yeah. them what it is. Yeah, sure, right. that's, a, that's a strong mommy right there. Yeah. Got sure. you. Yeah. Got you. She's, she's got to be prepared for those questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell them the truth and I don't want nothing back. We got, we got another special <laughs> guest in the, and behind of, of the cameras. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been uh it's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining me. Um, Thank you for having me. Well, we have to again. It's been very fun. Uh, this was enjoyable. Uh, I think I think uh, this warrants for another episode. The uh, older, but that's completely up to you. Uh, and and the reason why I say that is because you can't just talk gun talk because gun talk leads into more things. Like it factors into so much that we try to keep it on one specific thing, but it can't because you, you just can't because it's so many other factors that go into this. Like, like Vaughn, you mentioned about like, it's a business. Everybody, we all agree with that. Yo, it's a business, a money thing. It's this, it's that. It's just, it's about the household and everything else. Like it, it pulls, it's like, um, you remember in school when you said they had the par- the outline, John, mm-hmm. the paragraph, and you got the book. You put gun talk right there, but then you got the line with the bubble right here. The line mm-hmm. with the bubble right there. Like that's, a spiral that's or something like that. Yeah, it's like right, a whole yeah. That's what this concept, the right. concept of gun talk leads to because it's so many things that just factors into it to the point where it's though, like we said, it's like almost a never-ending conversation. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this much. Uh, once we go off, uh, off, off camera, this is all schedule for part two. I'm with it, bro. Yeah, man. I would enjoy that. Uh, for now, let's start with Steven. Steven, tell the people they can find you. They can, they can call you. They can obtain you, your service. You can call me at 813-507-3559 or email me at aquanomicspowerwash at gmail.com or you can go to my website, aquanomicspowerwashllc.com. I'm in go. Tampa, Florida. We're on Instagram. And we're on Instagram now. Vaughn, uh, 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 Aquanomics uh, LLC on Instagram. Uh, Aquanomics PW. There you go, Vaughn. Tell the people they can find you. Hit you, you up. Can me, you can find me on Instagram at What Triggers You. That's W A T T T R I G G E R S. The letter U two dot eight two on Instagram, or you can follow me on my personal page. Uh, that's big underscore green 201. That's my personal page. You can find me on there. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, I, I push gun safety, man. That's what I do, man. There my you station, go. Gun safety, gun education. That's it. You know, my boy, Nick, let's go. Where can people can find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Nick Espinoza underscore 215. I act. I install floors. I model hair. Um, ladies, strictly ladies, yo, y'all can hit me up. 
I'm going to have to dub that number, y'all. water calls. Uh, <laughs> go check out his podcast uh, views on, on uh, Anchor. Uh, he's coming up with his, his own podcast show very soon. Uh, wait for that to job. Yeah, thank you guys for joining me. Shout out to, to Marisa Guerrero right there in the back. Thank you for Bye. joining us as well. Um, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. We have to square up for part two. Uh, have a good night.